back with Vershawn Jackson, sponsored by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That's right. It's the captain, the ticket, 93.7. I got to play something for you, Charles Fryer. See if play, you, brother. I'm going to play this for you. you take you back to the old school. Hey, hey, hey. It's bad. <laughs> and I'm going to sing a song for you. And we're going to show you a thing or two. Got to have it. Have a fun round with me and all the gang. While we do our thing. Yeah. Listen, man. Now, you grew up on Fat Albert for real. Yeah. I don't think people understand that, how how influential uh, Fat Albert and the gang was. Oh, yeah, because they always made something out of nothing. That, that, was, that was the story of our life. Right. You know, in the hood. Making something out of nothing. Out of nothing. You yep. know, I think sometimes yep. people don't understand that. And and I think this is the genius of Coach Osborne. His yep. ability to go to every single hood. Right. And extract some a player that if he wouldn't have extracted us at the time that he extracted us, who knows where our life would be at right now? I tell you, I, I I can go deeper than that on that recruiting on that recruiting uh uh conversation. You know, like when I was being recruited, and and this is just straight, you know, straight truth. How how where I'm from, how my father and mother, how they grew up, and they were from the south. When 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 Coach Osborne came to my house, Coach Osborne, Coach Solich, uh, Coach McBride, Coach Huey, they all came in together. When they first got to to where I live at, they stopped and asked, you know, because guys on the block, they stopped and asked, well, where's you know where where does Charles Fryer live? The first question they got was, who's asking? Why are you looking for him? Who are you? You know, and, and that's just where I'm from. They're not going to say, oh, he live right there. They, the first thing is, why are you looking for him? You know, that's our boy. What you, what you need him for? So now after we sat down and visit, after Coach Osborne sat down and visit with my parents, on the way out the door, my father grabs Coach Huey by the jacket. When you get time, come talk, come talk to me. Right, so when Coach Huey comes back, my father's questions were, "What's going on? Tell me what's going on, and and you know how you can tell me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How you can explain it to me? Because a lot, my 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 father, his his uh, education level went up to seventh grade. He's from the south, deep south. So a lot of things that they were explaining and talking about, he had no interest in." You know, he had no interest in that. He wanted to know how y'all going to take care of my boy. Is my boy going to be okay out there? Mm-hmm. You know, and he he basically turned me over 
to Coach Huey. Like, I'm putting my boy's, my boy life in your hands right now. Not in Coach Osborne, not in Coach Solid. I need to know from you he's going to be all right, brother. Yeah. That's how I went down. Yeah. I, I so mean, that's, it, it's funny, though. That, that, that guys need to, that, that schools need to know that, yeah, you can go in and talk to kids, but there's always a guy there that's going to be able to bridge the gap. You got to have somebody there that's going to bridge the gap. It's funny you should say that because that's kind of, maybe that's their MO. I don't know, Coach Osborne, because that's kind of how it happened with uh, when he came, you know, here he is coming to Vietnam Projects and asking where I live at. And before you know it, half of the projects is in front of my house talking about yeah, right. Coach Osborne right. is at his house. And I had a whole yeah. uh, conglomerate of uh, right. people sitting at my house. And that just goes to show you that Coach Osborne transcended not only color, but right. he transcended hoods, man. I mean. And he knew. He knew. Coach Osborne knew what to do. Coach Osborne knew how, how to recruit. In, in the inner city. You know what I mean? He knew who to send in there to get them out. Because mm. once, like you said, you know, once they found out it was Coach Osborne in the University of Nebraska, oh, he was getting the red carpet. He got the red carpet. Oh, he lived right here. Uh, Coach, yo, y'all back up. Watch out. Get out the way. Right. This is Coach Osborne for Peanut. Go ahead. You know what I mean? My nickname then was Peanut. This is Coach Osborne from Nebraska for Peanut. Everybody back up. You know what I mean? Let Coach Osborne through. Yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah. That's it, 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 that, but that's that's the that's what's so so amazing for me that, you know, when I talk to different guys like yourself and others, um, everybody's story is the same, just a different area, just right. a different. It's just a different. It's just a different state, a different right. city. But but that just goes to show you how big recruiting was back then. Now, obviously, because I'm gonna tell you what I feel like Coach Osborne recruited. He recruited athletes. He recruited guys that could think guys that can play multiple sports, guys that can play multiple positions. Right. Um, when you were in high school, what other sports did you play besides football? Basketball and track. See? There it is. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, and, and, and that was his – to me, that was his motto. I'm a recruiter athlete. So, in the, it was like a fail-safe. So, right. in the event that it doesn't work out for Vershawn Jackson playing fullback, he can play another position and he might be successful. Yep. You know, yep. I I say this too. Lawrence Phillips destroyed a lot of people's career at running back. Because we came in, you had Ramon Worthy. I think you remember that name, Ramon Worthy. Yep, yep. Ramon was a running back from New Jersey, and you know he, he had broke all Michael Zier's records. Right. You know, right. so you had Jamel Williams, he was a running back. I was a running back. Tim Carpenter was a running back. We had yep. running backs galore. Guess what? When they got to Nebraska, Lawrence Phillips said, none of you guys are playing running back ever again. Find another position. Oh, yeah? Oh, I mean, he didn't say that, literally say it, but oh, okay. but, but through his play, there was right. no – you know, when, when you go from – when you play as a true freshman at Nebraska, you oh, yeah, you beating some, some heck of five people out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So these are guys who have been there for two, three, four years. Right back at Nebraska. Yeah. Toting that thing. You toting that thing. You know, so I always say. Also because of the climate. You 
got to tote it. Cause we're not going to throw the ball around too much when it get cold. It's too cold In to be weather. throwing it around, huh? Yeah. Okay, that's good. So, when, when – uh, what was your best game? Uh, My best game, I would say – if you ask me, I would say the Sugar Bowl against LSU when my mother passed away. Mm. And – if you ask anybody else, I think they would say the Miami game in the in the Orange Bowl. Why do you say yeah. Why do you say the LSU Bowl, uh, Sugar Bowl? Because it was, you know, like I said, my mother had passed away that uh, Christmas. You know, it was like we had just got down to uh, New Orleans, and um, she passed away. It was the it was the 28th, so we were down there for a couple of days, and she was sick, and I knew she was sick, so it was a lot of... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. On my mind, but she had told me she was going to be okay. You know what I mean? She was just waiting for the game. You know what I mean? Uh, she didn't want a TV in her room in the hospital, when she was in the hospital. She just wanted a TV when the game came on. Right? So. The day before she passed, we were on um, we were on um, Bourbon Street. Cause I just got good news, you know, from the doctor. She's doing great. The next morning, Dana came in the meeting room, in the defensive meeting room. Now I'm in the defensive meeting room, falling asleep. You know how we do. <laughs> nine, <laughs> right? Nine, falling asleep, and Dana running on the tables. Coming across, you know, coming across the table, he's like, "Peace, peace. You got to call home. You got to call home." So I immediately jumps up, runs to the phone, and I calls home. And my dad tells me the bad news. You know, I finally got the the news out of him because he he wasn't saying nothing. And I was like, "Man, just tell me, just tell me." And my brother's in the background, just tell him, you know, just tell him. He's like, "Man, your mom's gone. Your mom passed." And I broke the phone. I slammed the phone down on the uh, on the, uh, the thing and broke it. And I just turned around. And when I turned around, somebody just grabbed me. And when I looked up, it was Coach Osborne. Mm. I was in his arms. And it was just like, wow, that's deep. You know what I mean? That really, that really meant something. I don't know if, if people can understand how much that meant, but just him being there at that moment, the first person I seen after I got that bad news, was Coach Osborne, and he just held me, just held me, and wouldn't let me go. Wow. And then when he finally let me go, all the arrangements were already made for me to go home. You know what I mean? They flew me in a helicopter to the airport, got got to the airport, flew me home. I was home for, like, a couple of days, and uh, he called me. He was like, well, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's about time for you to get back. We got a game to play. And I was like, I was kind of upset. I was like, you, you, you talking about a game and my mom passed away? I'm not thinking about no game right now. But, you know, he, he hit me with some words. He was like, 
you're not an undertaker, you're not a doctor, there's nothing there you can do. She wanted to see you play. She wanted to see you play, and that's what you're going to do. And he sent me a ticket, I came back, and I had a hell of a game. I didn't start. I didn't start that game. On the second play of the game, the first play of the game, they went deep on John Custer. Second play of the game, I was in the game. And from then on, I shut down. I, for, I forgot the, the receiver's name from LSU, but we ended up winning 30-15. to 15, And they had scored the first touchdown. And, uh, yeah, I had a pretty good game. Was that going going into your junior or senior year? That was junior junior year. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I got a similar story, you know, going – I was honorable mention all Big 12 – coming out of my junior year and me and my family we all went to Mississippi it was super hot me and my mom ended up getting you know kind of sick or whatever the case may be because she had polio uh since she was four so oh wow yeah and she always watched the games on tv you know being from Omaha I think she went to one spring game but Mm -hmm. she never went to a game and she told me you know my junior year okay I'm going to go to every game. So then, you know, here we are in the summer. It's July, getting ready for my senior campaign. And my mom passed away. Wow. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. And it – we was talking about this earlier today. A lot of times, you know, we're young men. We don't really understand that you took us away. And I say you took us away. I mean, we were – we were led to go do something greater Right. It took us away from mom, from the things that we loved. And then, you know, we were engulfed in playing football. And then when you get the news that mom is going, well, four years have already passed. And because we've been so engulfed in football, we kind of, the relationship that you normally would have with mom, you didn't have. It suffers. It suffers. You, you, and then when they pass away unexpectedly, it was like, dang. Can't get it back. You Can't like, get it back. I man. was out here. My thing was I was out here to, to get you a house, Mom. Why you couldn't yep. wait a little bit longer? I was going to get you a house. Well, it's, you know? f- it's funny you should say that because my mom said something similar because I was mad. And, I, I you know, because, cause, you know, when she got sick in, in Mississippi, they didn't know there was malaria and this, all, all this. Well, she had raised – I got a twin brother. She had raised both of us. I was 22 years old, and I didn't want my mom to pass away in Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? So we ended right. up uh, getting some money up and getting her flown back to Omaha. And, you know, she came back. They pulled the trach out, and she was fine for three days. And, uh, you know, we was talking, and, and my mom was just like, you know, you know, I've been through a lot of, of surgeries, a lot of – you know, doctors right. in and out of doctor stays right. all of her life. Right. And she said, you yeah. know how that feels. And and, and, and uh, I said, Ma, I just want you to be at my game. You told me you are going right. to come to a game. Selfish. And she said, this is what she said to me, and I'll never forget it. She said, I'll have a front row seat. I'll be at every game. Every game. So. Yep. To. Yep. To. Uh, yep. Yeah, and I tell you, man, it was my my relationship with my mom similar like that. It was my relationship. I was so I had, they they had kicked me out of Nebraska. I think it was my 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 sophomore year. I came back to school two weeks late from from um from um winter winter um session winter break. 
going mm-hmm. into uh winter going into you know winter um what's the name winter semester i came back to school two weeks late because i was home with my mom i didn't want to leave my mom and they was like is you coming back is you coming back what are you doing what's going on you know what i mean and i'm like yeah i'll be there tomorrow i'll be there tomorrow i'll be there tomorrow when i finally got back i flew into omaha i didn't fly into lincoln I flew into Omaha because I'm now I'm thinking I'm sneaking back in town. Flew into Omaha. Don't you know Coach Osborne, Coach Solich, right down at the bottom of the escalator, <laughs> waiting, waiting for, for me to come. Yep, waiting. And and I I I was like, you know, I felt vindicated because I was there waiting. I was there with my mom. I'm like, man, look, do what y'all want to do. I was there with my mom. I didn't want to come back. And if you want me to leave, you want me to go back. Uh, which way is the which way is the um, out flight going? Because I'll get right back on the plane and go back with my mom right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was it's once you get out there, man, it's, it's a culture shock. People don't understand. It's a culture, a big culture change from New Jersey, where I live in New Jersey, to Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's I've seen a lot of guys come and go. Because not because they couldn't play, because they couldn't take that culture change. Mm. Yeah, they couldn't fight through that culture change. Yeah, it, it it's it's uh, you know you you hate to have uh, moms. You know, for us, moms meant so much. Right. You know that. You know it, it was a blessing to play football, but sometimes when you miss that time with your mother. Exactly. It it it's still. I'm 47, and my mom died 25 years ago, and it still stings. Yeah, every I mean that I didn't get a chance. Bro, I go through it every Christmas. Mine died around Christmas, dog. So every Christmas is like, it's there. It's there every Christmas, like, and and, and it hurts just like yesterday. Yeah. It don't it don't get no better. And it don't get no better. And you can't be prepared. If I could tell you, say, if I could tell one young guy about that experience, you can never be prepared. It's the captain. It's the captain. The ticket ninety three point seven. We'll be right back. 